It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, my love. How are you? I'm feeling f- jolly. Holidayish. I'm feeling holidayish. I'm feeling rather jolly today. <laughs> <laughs> you like in the holiday spirit. This beautiful shade of purple. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Jingle bells. Fresh. I was trying to be like... Christmassy with my green sparkly cannabis leaf. The vintage soul. This is my holiday cheer. Your ho- holiday weed? This yes. is how moms who smoke weed holiday. I like it. I like it? Okay. I actually have that same shirt. Yeah, this is by Vintage Souls, guys. So if you uh, like this shit, go support a female-owned brand made here in the L.A. area. Vintage Souls L.A. It's also in Free People. And Fred Siegel. So, She's yeah. killing it. That's our friend. All our friends is doing big shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That accent. <laughs> you didn't like it? Okay, well, it's still true. All of our friends are doing big shit because that's the type of women we roll with. Amen. How are you today, my love? I'm good. I'm high. How are you feeling? I'm high. I'm drinking water. I feel great. I feel like very like balanced. Oh my God. Is that a shirt? High and hydrated? Mmm. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Edit it out. Beep it out. Beep out, <laughs> beep out our world running. Our, it's about to take March is about um, do you, I'm high too. <laughs> okay, anyway, you guys, we have a really amazing guest here today. Um, I met this special woman um, at the Dear Young Queen slash Ask Ashley podcast dinner. Um, if you haven't followed them, make sure you check them out. I fucking love Dear Young Queen. They have the, it's the best meme account on the internet, pretty much. Um, and this wonderful woman who I'm about to introduce was sitting at the end of the table and she was just spitting out just free game. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Who is that? <laughs> I need to know her. But she left before I got to connect she with did. her. She did. She's like, I think she should be on the show. So then, okay. like, I was like, I, I was chasing her. I felt like a nigga looking for, like, I was, like, in her DMs. I was like, hey, girl, hi. I know I didn't get to say hi to you. But, like, and then she didn't read it. I was like, fuck, I got to call Ashley. I'm like, Ashley, you know the girl at the end of the table? I don't know her name, but she said this something about this. And, like, I really need to find her. And so, anyway... Without further ado, I'd love to introduce Kay Cola, serial entrepreneur, mama, (laughs) overall bad bitch. Oh my god, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Peace, guys. Thank you for having me. I, you know, you can slide in my DMs anytime. (laughs) 
Well, I think I got put in like the general oh, or like, no. or like, or like the one, what's the other one? What's the third one? It's like primary general right. and requests. then the request. <laughs> well, um, you have my number now. Now I do. Word. But I was like, I know I'm sitting in requests. She's never going to open this. <laughs> You know we're professional stalkers. We we will find that. you. I love that. <laughs> Even if you don't want to be friends. I want to be friends. Perfect. That was so creepy. Even if you don't want to be friends. <laughs> I love. We have boss, we've stalked people over a period absolutely. of time. Absolutely. I love badass boss women, so I'm definitely down. Yes, and you're in the valley. Tribe. Valley girl yes. status. Valley girl. Yeah, I'll hit you up. Wait, but let's not give it our, our geolocations. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure y'all got stock. I got stalkers over here. We're, we're, we're actually in Alabama. <laughs> you heard the accent earlier. Yes. The Valley of Alabama is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, the Valley of Alabama. It's where we're at, guys. I love that. She has a serious stalker. You see how quickly she stopped me? I said, shut the fuck up. No, no. Like, literally, people call my food truck, and they leave, like, at 5 in the morning, there's this guy, and he's like, okay, Kula, you know, I'm just trying to see, <laughs> trying to see what's up with you, where you at. I'm like, bro, what's this is the food? This ain't even my line. Like, it's, it's not me. It's not me. It's pretty wild. Wow, yeah, that's creepy. Careful, ladies. Wow, so basically we're not the first to stalk you. It's been happening. <laughs> no wonder we, no wonder I was sitting in requests. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, at the top of our show, we pulled a card. And I'm scared. Kay pulled the card. She's scared because the picture on the card is it a looks, bit. It's a bit intense. Yeah, it's a bit heavy, but. Let me give you my tarot insights. If you didn't know, this is, I don't know what week this is, but this is deep December. So we have themed months for the podcast. So this month is, you know, kind of about digging deeper, releasing stuff for 2022. So we're ready. We're ready to just, you know, do the shadow work and deal. Oh, I'm doing shadow work right now. It's tough. Ooh, let's speak on it. Because yes. Me too, girl. Yes. Me too. But, well, hence the card. So let's see what it says. Um. So today, Kay pulled the nine of machetes, which is usually the nine of swords. I don't know. She looks stressed. <laughs> she looks very stressed. She's, she's a little like, stressed. She's a little stressed. She's a little stressed. It's yeah. a woman sitting up in her bed with nine machetes stacked behind her. So her hands are, her head is in her hands. She's a stress. Not nine machetes. <laughs> okay, let's see what they're talking about today. Um, the nine of swords suggests that dark thoughts and disturbing feelings are weighing you down and keeping you up at night. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you are worrying excessively about a situation and your negative thoughts are getting the better of you, leaving you stressed and anxious. The more you associate with your fears, the more you, they will rule your life. As you obsess over what's not working, the more anxious you become and the more you'll worry. It becomes a negative cycle where one awful thought leads to another and another and another until they overwhelm you. Anxiety. This is my life. <laughs> just, no, it's not. No, it's just kidding. not your life. Joking. I'm radiant. No, it's my life. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hold it. I, yeah, I, I am it. not associated with this card. <laughs> Just as the nine of swords are stacked upon each other on the wall, so too are your negative thoughts. Jesus. Be careful because the fear and worry in the nine of swords can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. As you obsess over what may go wrong, you are more likely to manifest your worst case scenario because you are inadvertently acting in ways that support your negative thoughts. I yes. say this all the time. Mm, yes. mm, mm. Preach on it, bitty tarot. For example, you may worry that your partner will cheat on you, even though you found no signs of infidelity. The more you stress about this potential outcome, the more your anxiety pushes away your partner until one day he feels so disconnected from you that he starts this new relationship. 
Mm. You, you know what? That's you made him cheat. What's that that's now? Toxic. You made him cheat, bitch. Yeah, you can No. I, this Wait, is, why did they have to say they, they knew they were targeting women? Right. They were like, for example, if partner cheats on right. you, if he fucks that bitch that right. shook her booty in that Instagram post that he liked. Oh my God. <laughs> this literally said, did my ex write this? It literally sounds like him. When you are repeating negative thoughts in your mind, you run the risk of manifesting them in your life. Yeah. So the Nine of Swords asks you to break the cycle. Every time a negative emotion comes up, replace it with a positive one instead. Mm -hmm. The Nine of Swords reminds you that much of the fear and worry you're experiencing is in your head and not necessarily an accurate reflection of what is happening around you. You're overthinking or obsessing over the worst case scenarios. Yeah. It is time to examine your situation from a new perspective. Instead of looking at, at for evidence of what is going wrong, put your attention on what is going right. Take a deep breath. <sighs> and realize that life is not as dreadful as it seems and that the more you worry, the more harm you are doing to yourself. Yeah, that's facts. Okay. I don't believe in coincidences. Like, I definitely feel like I was drawn to that card. I have a history of worriedness in the women in my family mm. on my mom's side, not necessarily on my dad's side. They tend to be, like, more negative my mom's side is more a little bit more optimistic but very worrisome and i feel like i inherited that trait and i'm a life path number eight which is like someone who's a rapid manifester someone who is really good with money but they tend to be it's tricky in relationships so i do tend to have anxiety and worry behind relationships so mm. that card is extremely accurate i have been losing sleep. I've lost weight over like worry of that. So that was just like confirmation to like, I'm definitely on this path. Like I'm in therapy and you know, I even like fall asleep now to affirmations that kind of counter my negative thoughts so that I can you know, be clear. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. We, yeah. we actually just talked about this an hour ago. Too. Yeah. We were wow. talking about negative self-talk and how for me, because I do that, I have I have negative self-talk, and it's so, like, it's so quiet that yeah. it, it I do it all day, and I don't even notice, and then suddenly I have anxiety, and I'm like, why do I have anxiety? It's yeah. like I'm talking shit all day. Yeah. And so now to counter it, I literally have to, it's not really, it, it is positive self-talk, it, but it's not in my head. I actually say it out loud, and I have to say it out loud and talk to myself, yeah. record myself, listen to myself, talking well to myself yeah. back, because we don't really do that. We don't really actually hear ourselves talk good to ourselves yeah i mean in our head that's I, that's a powerful tool but for me what was more powerful is actually doing it out loud so yeah i that out girl yeah no i'm <laughs> definitely gonna take that tip i mean i i used to think that like the post-it notes on the mirrors i used to think all that stuff was weird but now i actually get it now that i'm aware and more self-aware my therapist was telling me how you know we don't realize that our subconscious controls everything we do and conventional therapy typically focuses on you know the surface and the, and the conscious and we're not operating from that place so it's just so silly to like you know that's why we keep running into these same problems where people will spend years and years in therapy and continue a cycle so absolutely talk changing the voices in our head change there are even things that i would say to myself that i was realizing like abusive exes would say to me and it wasn't my thought but it became my thought because i would play yeah i would replay like what they would say to me in my head and therefore it became my thought and so now i have to replace all of those mm. things it's so interesting that you that what you said before about therapy like 
a lot of the things that we, the place we operate from is from a place of like subconscious mm -hmm. because we were talking about how we're so self-aware, right? Like we're yeah. self-aware and I think a lot of times the most self-aware people need therapy the most Yeah. because we will self-aware the fuck out of ourselves all yes. day long. Yes. I know I'm I fucked up. I know what I did wrong. I know. Listen, yes. I can name exactly what the fuck I did wrong. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well that's great. But like subconsciously, you're still doing it. Yes. So like, how are we gonna fix that that person that like you don't even realize is controlling, controlling your actions? Another thing with being super self aware is like that you have a lot of guilt and shame because you are so aware. Mm. Like some mm. people are so like aloof and they're just like that's why this, I literally when they say ignorance is bliss. It's so true because people oh, walk around I'm here not giving a fuck at all. Just like la, 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 la. And you like know so much and you care. You're constantly trying to figure it out and you guilt your guests. Oh my God, they just fucked me up. <laughs> I feel fucked up. That's so true. Yeah. Like, I really guilt myself and I really feel really bad when I'm fucking up yeah. all the time or like I'm not getting out, I'm not like evolving out of like doing this one thing or like fucking this nigga I know I shouldn't be fucking and like right. keep fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, yeah. you were doing this last year. <laughs> so fucking angry yeah and then I'm, I'm now i'm realizing just because you said that it's because i am self-aware i'm guilting and feeling so bad for it even more like if i was just like i don't care you were like yeah i fell on his dick oops i have friends like that like i don't give a fuck I, we fought last week and i you goddamn right i'm a fucking this week i don't give a fuck i'm like that's not healthy <laughs> wish no. i had more of that yeah <laughs> no yes yeah I think it catches up to you, but when you have a higher calling on your life, like you're not allowed to operate from that. Mm. When you're in your like higher vibrational, you know, that voice is there for a reason. It's like, sis, now come on. We know. Like everybody tries to say like, oh, everybody's a king and everybody's a queen. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but no, like, no, there's a reason that some people hear certain things or have, you know, intuitive abilities or just there's a reason that some people know that they're different and that there's a calling on their life and then there are people who are just fine with it just being mediocre or things just being the way they are. Damn. Or being in a loop. They're <laughs> yeah. perfectly comfortable in the loop. That's yeah. so fucking true. I was just telling Erica, I'm like, I think I'm finally coming to this place where I like you too. I'm like, I think we're acknowledging that there's like, well, it's been that way, but like a force greater than us, a purpose yeah. greater than us. Like even our friendship, even like the, the beginning of this like podcast and it just like <sighs> taking this life form. It's like, it's so much higher, you know? And sometimes it is that like, I'm holding myself back. I told Erica like two months ago, I was like, <laughs> if I don't stop fucking this nigga, our business is not going to grow. <laughs> oh my God, that is very true. I was like, I just feel guilty because it's just affecting everybody. Yes. <laughs> she was like, you need to relax. She was like, no, I think right. you're putting too much pressure on yourself. I'm like, I just know. Yeah. No, you're right. I had, I told you about my Oracle earlier. I had her tell me a couple of years ago, if you don't let go of this man, your business is going to suffer. And sometimes we, <laughs> this is, it's so crazy because karma does not care that you didn't do the act, right? If you're next to somebody that did it and you're that karma is that, yes, it will come for you too. So it's like, or even if, you know, for me, I was like a blessing to my ex and he was not supposed to get all the stuff I was giving him. So the universe was trying to force me away from that because he had to do his own stuff. Sometimes we try to save mm. people from their stuff and we enable them they're never gonna grow if we keep like 
You're guilty by association in karma, basically. And I I never even really viewed it that way, but you're so right. It's like, and that's why your intuition will be yelling at you like, bitch, I know you're not doing it, but you're fucking him. Yeah. He's putting all that shit inside of you. Yes. You're saying it's okay that you're this person right now. I'm still going to be here. And even like your innate want as women to like nurture and be there for someone. Like I've even seen myself in those very situations be like, well, it's me. Like I'm not growing because that's my own thing. And I, I'm trying to project onto him, you know, and I can care for him and also grow it. Like, that's an excuse. But the truth is, is like, I, bitch, I was clouded. I cannot live with a nigga not doing shit and yeah. do shit. It just doesn't work that way. It's literally by association. And I had to like understand that like cutting that tie wasn't me being a bad person. It was actually fe- like fending for myself and for my child. And like, it's not about feeling bad. It's about actually feeling good. And if being even close to someone that's toxic only feels good on like a lower level, then it doesn't feel good at all. If you're like fucking someone and it's like, it feels nice to stay there, but you're not growing, you're staying fucking stagnant. And the only reason you can feel like that's happening is because you're being tied down by this person. You have got to honor that shit and cut that heavy weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're also preventing them from, you know, becoming who they're supposed to become because the pain of losing you or whatever that is, whatever lesson that is, they're never going to get it if you're just sticking around. And you guys are going to be so enthralled with one another and blaming each other for why you're this way and why he's this way instead of like, no, I'm going to focus on what I'm doing and how I can be better. And whether he does, I think as women, we try to like make men see themselves too much Mm. and what they're doing wrong. And um, I know for me, maybe I think sometimes I was doing it so that I didn't have to address my shit. Mm. Like if I'm fixing you, then I'm perfect. I don't care. (laughs) Like I'm good. I just got to fix you. (laughs) Then I don't have to look at like all my traumas and all my stuff. So Well, if I fix you to fit my traumas and cater to them and make me feel good about this and that, like, there's that too. The molding. Yeah. Which brings me to, before we started recording, we just were talking about astrology signs and that both my parents are Taurus and they have, like, the most long-term toxic love affair I've ever seen in reality. (laughs) And it's just toxic to a fault. Like, and there is that. They love each other so much but they just no. I don't think they've been together so long. No one stopped to look at their own shit, yeah. heal themselves, become their own individual. No one said like, okay, this is enough. Let's cut this shit here. You know, they cling to this like childhood, like love and comfort and this excuse that like the kids benefit from it. I'm fucked up. I'm in therapy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't benefit. Right. But it's like when you do that and you avoid yourself to a fault with other people, even people that you love. Yeah. It can like. You could fuck around and like wake up and be 57 and like or 60 or, you know, and be like, oh, no, you know, I never took the time to. That's the trauma bonding, though. And that's like when we were at the dinner, um, when I was talking about twin flame versus soulmate, a lot of twin flames. So that's your mirror. And a lot of twin flames get together based on their traumas. It's like, oh, your dad beat you. Oh, my God, mine did, too. Oh, we were like bonding in pain, right? And then it, no, <laughs> like, said, no, that's not, that doesn't mean that this person is your soulmate or your life partner. It's just, yeah, you have them in common, which a lot of us do. A lot of us have, you know, our needs weren't met or some sort of abuse or, you know, drug, whatever it abandonment. is, right? Abandonment. And then now we can cling together and we're never going to leave each we'll other. We'll never leave each other, but also we'll always think we might and that's going to be the argument. You're going to leave me, aren't you? Right. 
know. So let me tell you guys something. I've never been dumped. And the reason I I used to think like, oh, I must be mom. I've never been dumped. <laughs> let me just tell you guys something. Never been dumped. Never been dumped. Breaking news, guys. Breaking news, not for me. Never But happened. wait, but wait. It's not as tight as it sounds. Like, it's because these dudes have abandonment. I real like, I had to come to a realization. Mm. I realized this in being by myself and analyzing what is the commonality between all of these men. They were, like, obsessive with me. Like, entitled to me and enthralled and all these things. And I'm like, it's not... Okay, look, I'm fire. Okay, whatever. But <laughs> it's not that. It's because they see something in me that they wanted their mother to do. Mm-hmm. It's somebody left them mm-hmm. and it drove them crazy. And so anytime I'm pulling away, no, I got to get you back. Or I'm not good enough because you're leaving me. I would hear that a lot. You make me feel like I'm not good enough. That's what I hear from men too yeah. a lot. Why do you love me? Why, yeah. why, why? Do you think that there's a also a trend in the men that you choose then too? Oh, absolutely. I choose men who have mother issues and need a lot of healing. I chose a couple of good guys, but I only chose them because they were good, not because I actually really liked them. And that's toxic too. Do you think that because naturally you're a healer, you attract that? Or like, because like, how do you, even in that, you know, like, how do you fucking weed that out? Because for obvious reasons, that also doesn't work. And everyone, no one's going to come all the way healed but like have you done some of the work like I'm not here to do the work for you you know so that's what I'm currently working on because my last few have just been so fucked up I'm (laughs) like what is going on I'm like okay both y'all have beards Maybe it's the beard (laughs) I like beards too it's not the beard it's not the beard beard. no but don't give up on the beard they both definitely had issues with abandonment and their mothers and I saw that as a thread, right? I saw that. The, the thing is, it's so weird. Like, any time as a child and as a mother to a black son, I see that if the dad messes up, for some reason, the sons blame the mom too. Mm-hmm. And so even if the mom was a great mom, not saying that all of them are great moms, but even if the mom was like the perfect mom, for whatever reason, they hold resentment and always blame the mom for abuse. Like, how do you blame your mother for getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of that, right? And I was even talking to my nanny about it. She shared a similar story where her husband was abusive towards her and she left and the son was like, I hate you. You broke up our family. And it's like, your mom is, you know, so it's this resentment towards mom. And if the mom was not a good mom, um, emotionally unavailable, never said I love you, they tend to become abusive. Now, on the flip side, women who were abused growing up and again abuse is a plethora of things right it's not just you know physical it could be emotional anything right so what happens with women is we tend to draw in abusers whereas men become the abuser and so it's such a different dynamic between what happens to like the female and the male and so with me i tend to attract abusers I've attracted really good guys as well, but I tend to like stick it out longer or try to fix or whatever it is. I'm 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 still currently trying to fix that. But one of the things that my therapist did say was that people who love bomb you, I don't, do you guys know what love bombing is? Yes. Okay. People who love bomb you in the beginning, that is a huge red flag because they are trying to get you addicted to them 
because they don't want you to leave. And so people who are in like normal relationships are not gonna try to move things quickly. They don't say I love you super fast. So I'm trying to get like the tools to know what to look for moving forward because my ego used to have me in this, operating in this space of like, I'm special. And so, yeah, he loves me quickly. And I had to get out of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's a part of you feel validated by that. Yes. And also, like, mm -hmm. if you're a lover, which a lot of women are, it yes. feels like a movie. It feels like you're being swept off your feet, especially if it's, like, if it's reciprocal. But someone you're also attracted to, if there's some fucking chemistry, if someone's yeah. like, I love you, like, this is because we're both feeling this way. And yeah. it's because this is special and not, like, this is odd. Why the fuck are we moving ten steps ahead? You know, we Movies? have to get... Us. Yes, the romanticizing of the fucking movies. The movies, rom the romances, the rom-coms, it's dead. Movies, it's labels. I mean, the yeah. one of the, the things that, you know, drew me to, to you at that dinner was that conversation about Twin Flames and Soulmates. Yeah. And I can't remember, quite remember, like, what the question was. Like, have you met your soulmate or mm -hmm. something like that? Mm -hmm. And and you had said that there's multiple, I, think, I believe that people have many soulmates. And I agree with that. I've, I The moment she said that, I was like, doesn't everybody know that? Doesn't everybody know? Right. And it's like, like, no, no. People really get in this zone that there is only one person. There is only one type of love. There's only one, you know, all-encompassing type of love. Yeah. And because of that, they will hold on. They will hold on yeah. to the most toxic love. Yes. Because they hold on to these different parts of this person that they identify as their soulmate. Yeah. I wish more people, gays, if you're listening... You have more than one soulmate. I promise you. Like, there's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it kind of goes with, like, what we were talking about maybe the last episode. Basically that, like, everybody you meet and come encounter with is, like, I think a tool to, like, spawn you to the next level yeah. if you allow it. You know, like, mm -hmm. there are a certain purpose in each person that you connect with in a certain way. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's a lesson. Like, damn, I did this again. This is finally going to be the person that I realize, like, I'm attracting narcissists at, like, abusers. Like, why? Like, I said this to you the other day. Like, why the fuck am I in a constantly in a certain position with, like, I felt like I was having flashbacks from, like, another situation. I'm like, I've come so far from that. Why the fuck is this happening to me again? But, like, it's because if you don't get that first lesson, the universe is going to send you a second and a third, and they're going to look pretty fucking similar, bitch. <laughs> That's, like, where you have to, where the work needs to be done. Have you guys ever, like, read any statistics on... Because I'm just wondering, I'm like, are there just more narcissists? Like, not... Okay, first of all, not everybody's a narcissist. I know we use that word a lot. You can have narcissistic traits and not be a narcissist. Mm -hmm. um, no, there, you can be just an asshole. We yeah. actually, we had a Megan Doherty on. She's a narcissist specialist, and she broke down love bombing for us. And also, we also, I guess, I actually think I looked up some statistics because I was curious too. Like, yeah. are, are more are there more men than female? Yeah. And statistically, yes, yes, there are. There are. Yeah, okay. There are more. Oh, um, what was the What was the number? Like, there's like one in, I don't know. I don't not, remember what it was. Quote. She, but it's on that episode. Yeah, I'm curious because I just hear women dealing with so much of the same stuff. And, like, I have a lot of guy friends and we have conversation about it because I want to hear both sides. Like, I don't want it to just always be like, oh, poor us. It's like the women are, you know what I mean? So I try to, you know, hear both sides so we can collectively come up with solutions. And um, it's tough to hear, like, you attract, right? Because I've always said when you are fire, you attract everything. But it is what you're choosing as well, right? Because I have attracted really, really good guys. And I didn't necessarily think that the quote-unquote bad guys 
were bad when I first met them, right? I just didn't take my time. Mm. I just ignored <laughs> things. I was so enthralled and in love and it felt so freaking fire and like magical that the little, you know, the little stuff where when you have your blinders taken off that you see later, I didn't see it then, mm. you know? So I don't even know. I don't even know if it's what we attract. I just think people are really shitty. And just like they're really shitty people, they're good people. And we have to do better at sifting through that. I think especially as healing women, especially as like, as healers, like there's a light around you. Erica tells me this all the time. Yes. And people are going to want to like. Don't you ever roll your eyes? <laughs> don't you ever roll your eyes and say that again? That is a fact. <laughs> Erica's always telling me I'm shining like a light, bright light. Yes. <laughs> Everybody wants to get some of this light. There goes that Alabama or whatever accent that is. We're in Alabama. In the valley. Um, <laughs> the Valley of Alabama. <laughs> the Valley of Alabama. Alabama Valley. Um, but it's true. It's true. But it's like, as you get older, you have to sharpen the tools to yeah. be able to better, you know, filter who's coming in and staying. Yeah. And not feeling obligated. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To motherfuckers. You are only obligated to yourself. That's it. That's one thing I think we're taught. I'm over here looking is Alabama Valley. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. I knew it. (laughs) It's called Valley in city in Alabama. See? We don't lie here on the show. That's where we're at, guys. (laughs) Off the 103. (laughs) Catch us. (laughs) Catch us if you can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Catch me outside. Um, you have kids, right? How old are your kids? I have three kids. I have a three-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 15-year-old. So I have two girls. Those are the youngest. And then I have a 15-year-old boy. And uh, I'm learning so much. Yeah, nice. wow, You're in such different stages. Of all of them. You know what? No, yeah. I had my 15-year-old when I was a mess. So he kind of, I say that he kind of grew up with me. I mean, we're still always growing, but... I can see it with how they all act mm. because the different stages of who you were. Yes. Mm, that's so cool. That is pretty cool. It is wild. Wow. And I have to work on my guilt and shame because again, when you are a mother, you know, like moms are supposed to be perfect and blah, 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 right. Like growing up with your son, like you make so many mistakes. And so I'm trying to work on like, yes, I did that. But like, I'm better now and I'm still trying to be better and then with my middle daughter she just thinks I'm like everything you know what I mean like so it's just crazy to see like how they all you know react differently to me as a mother mm-hmm. because of their different ages but do they have different fathers yes all three yes what is that like? I mean, navigating I'm co-parenting. <laughs> I was like navigating co-parenting recommend. with three different men. Like, I mean, oh my like, god, how to find balance within all of them? I mean, I'm gonna hope that you have peace and balance with all three. No. Okay. No. Nope. Know. Two Leos and a Virgo. Oh, yeah. Very... <laughs> <laughs> she has a type. <laughs> right. So 
the first one, um, I was only 20, oh, and he was baby. five years older mm. than me, and he had a the gift of gab. Mm. So was he, he from the East Coast? He was from LA, oh, but he, his family was is from Detroit, so definitely gift of gab. He's always been like that. He was a businessman, and he was able to, like, he walked up to me in a suit. Got me the, you know, at the restaurant, they got the lady with the roses. He bought the whole thing. Oh, love bombs you. He, girl, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't, oh man, if I had, and I told my son this the other day, I said, if I had the tools then that I had now, but like, and this is what I love about the internet and podcasts, right? We are so much more aware of all of this stuff mm. like i had no idea what a narcissist was when i was that age it wasn't right? a, i don't even think that was the, was it a word then it was a word it, it was, was a word i feel like it's new it's just added it to the urban <laughs> no, dictionary babe, you, just, you just learned it <laughs> we weren't using it they were only though. using it in doctor's offices <laughs> Okay, Girl, maybe. if your if your dude was buying you the whole roses, and I mean, he took me shopping like the, the one of our first dates was like a weekend. It wasn't like go to dinner. It was like a weekend, and so my friends are like, "Oh, that's so fire!" They're not telling me like, mm, maybe not. Like this guy is not not at twenty. <laughs> no, no, you mean you know what? You gotta be friends. Shit, hey, at thirty four. Can I come with you to dinner? Thirty four. Like wait, he literally. <laughs> All of us are coming to dinner. Literally moved me in, got me all these cars. I ha He wanted me to quit my job. Like, no woman of mine is going to work. You're going to mm. that whole thing. The isolation. Right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All your friends are trash. All your friends are hoes. No, you have a hoe. Right. You have a boyfriend now. You don't <laughs> hang out with them. Yes. I'm your friend. Yes. But he wasn't. He was not my friend. He was really. It was a mess. And then after him, I was so broken down, you know. Second baby daddy was just able to slide his way in. He's like, you need love? I got you. Yes. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Okay. All the ladies listen. Fellas too. Do not get with anybody right after a breakup. Because you are so vulnerable. You don't know what the fuck you're looking at. It could be a whole demon. And they will look like an angel to you. Because you're so vulnerable. And there are people who literally go after people right after a breakup. I had an ex-friend who I watched him do it to four or five girls because these girls would never get Fuck with him. Wow. Otherwise, mm. when they were strong, this is a tactic. Do not fall for that shit. It's, no. <laughs> that's a good piece of advice. Right. That really is because I feel like that's, I mean, women too. I mean, that's when we, we need that. We're like, please, someone come in. Please and come like, and love on me. Take this spot real quick, even if it's just for a time. Yeah. And then a time gets comfortable. And, you're like, and then suddenly oh. it's, you look up and it's a year later and you went from one straight to the next. And now you really don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. And I was a people pleaser. <clears throat> I was a codependent people pleaser. So I would tell people no a couple of times. And if they keep pressing it, I would be like, okay, fine. You know, like, I feel bad. I don't want you to think that I think I'm better than you. I, like, literally shit like that. Downplaying right? your fucking yes. bombness. Oh my god, this is me. Downplaying <laughs> your bombness. Like, why are you talking yes. to me like this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because my whole life, people would try to, like, make me feel like, oh, you think you're better because of this or that. And I'm like, I'm literally just chilling. Like, I'm not thinking <laughs> any of these thoughts. <laughs> why are you putting this on me? So for a long time, I would overcompensate and, like, try to make people feel just so comfortable around me because I know when I walk in a room, it's not, it's not comfortable. I'm going to fucking shake it up. Like <laughs> that's just how my energy is, but it's not in a bad way. But when you're not ready to be shaken, 
People receive it all different types of ways, right? Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. So how is it being like a mom and dating with like, is there like, Mm -mm. is there a stigma? I mean, there's already a stigma about around being a single mom, right? But I think being a single mom with three different baby daddies, people or men or whoever, they might be like, sign me up. Yeah, no, I haven't necessarily had a problem with dating per se. I've had a problem with bullying, Mm. Um, especially, you know, being a public figure on the internet. People will try to, like, throw that out there. Or, you know, if a guy likes me and the girl likes him too, she'll be like, oh, Did you know? That's so whack. So whack. And I promise you they don't care. So stop trying to... (laughs) (laughs) Niggas do not care. They don't. At all. So I'm like, that no. But I will say that now I'm in a space where I'm definitely more, like, if if my kids can't look up to you, I don't need to be talking to you. I just, I need someone who makes my son want to be a better man. I need someone where my daughters can say, when they get older, I'm not going to date you because my stepfather was not like that. No, right. So... That's what I'm on, and yeah. that does make it tough because it weeds out a all lot. The bullshit, which is good. Right? Yeah, it's good. absolutely. Yeah, you're not really role model. Gotta go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I wouldn't want my daughters to date you, why would but I, I date it to you. myself? It's true. You that's know? true. It's true. That's so important. Wow, that's so simple yet complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you like? Why would we even have a standard why do lower we put than our that? St- ourselves I think we have to start looking at ourselves and our inner child and start protecting her because we really put like I don't know what happens when we get older but we just forget like that we forget that beautiful little baby that like if you see a seven-year-old girl over there you're gonna like protect her from but we don't do that for ourselves so we like almost disassociate like two different people yeah that wasn't me. That's you forget. No, it's yeah. almost like as soon as you hit, like, out the house, you do. you like, I literally kept telling my parents, when I get the fuck out of here, I'm never looking back. And I really didn't. Like, in my mind, something in those times literally shifted off. And I kept going. And I was like, mm, oh, you guys are still fucking doing fucked up shit? I'm over here. I can't, no, no, I'm not, not in it. She said I'm getting away from my tours. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know what? We didn't share an affirmation. I know we're in the middle, but did you have one that you can maybe share with us? I do. So when I broke up with my soulmate, (laughs) I feel like I've only really been in love one time. And that was my third daughter's father. Ever in life? One time? Yeah. Really? When I really think about it. Because I still love him, but I don't want to be with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't feel that way about anybody else. Mm -hmm. So... I used to say, so, okay, so there's this thing that helps heal you. It's a Hawaiian thing, and I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but it's like a Ona Pona Ono or whatever, and you chant it over and over again, and it's basically, I'm sorry. You say this to the person that hurt you. Mm. You tell them, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you. So I used to say that over and over again, but then I created my own. I used to tell, like, I would look out at the moon. I'm so fucking, I would hold my crystals. Mm look out at the moon and say, I love you. I hope you heal. Like I would send that to him, but I was, but when you're saying that, you're also saying it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I've been saying that for like three years now and people say it like all over the world now. And it's kind of cool. Like, even when people are in arguments, they just tell people, you know what? I love you. I hope you heal. Mm -hmm. It's so important to, to, again, vocalize. Like that's beautiful. Thank you. I'm going to take that. 
Yeah, got to run that with run that with me because I've been doing like doing a lot of forgiving with my my father. Yeah, and talking out loud to him, not to him, but like to him. Yeah, and it's been so fucking healing. Yeah to let go and release yeah. and also being able to send those healing things, obviously like words of affirmation and manifesting and I believe in all those things, but being able to send those to people, send that to people and to the people that you love is so healing yeah. for yourself. For yourself. Mm -hmm. Because really it's not about like saying that what you did is okay. It's trying to make sure that, that you're okay. Mm -hmm. Like I'm okay. Right. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not condoning what you did, but I'm not going to let it overtake me and, because it will, you know, I don't believe in revenge. I don't believe in getting people back. I just believe in, you know, blowing up. I believe in like love. And like, if you could do that, then you, you could have love for that person, love for that, those feelings, thankfulness for that experience, because yeah. it's brought you to where you are right now. Yes. It's, it's like, it's just gratitude, essentially, yes. for the experience, no matter how awful it was. Yeah. Like, I think that that is the ultimate, hopefully, like, what you're really, what we're all trying to like aspire to be because it's really, that's hard. Yeah. Easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. You know. And being a Taurus, we're very stubborn and very like, oh, we don't forgive. Oh, no. Mm, I know. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> you know. Oh, my we God. We don't, we will hold a grudge. Oh my God, I'm so obsessed with Like a Kitten because I get to order whatever I want each month and it comes in the mail, it's discreet, I don't have to waste time driving in traffic, parking, and having to choose from millions of things. It's like I get a little secret sexy box and it's only $69. I know, I got the cutest vibrator and these sexy silky handcuffs. Like. I've been secretly wanting them, but I was like, when am I ever going to get them? Like a Kitten lets you build your own box with their BYOB box. And guess what, you guys? This month, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash GMBC. Just go to likeakitten.com slash GMBC to get 20% off these incredible boxes. So podcasting is my therapy. I talk every day to you guys every week and it has become my source of therapy. Talking out loud is so powerful and that's why I'm really excited about this new app. It's called Swell. So if you like listening to podcasts and you know the power of audio, you're definitely going to love Swell. It's a voice-based social platform where you can have and host conversations with people all over the world on your time. On Spell, you can broadcast your voice to ask a question, share an opinion, or just tell a funny story and connect with a diverse array of people. And let's face it, social media has gotten pretty... Mundane, boring. Toxic. Toxic. And let's just hear what people sound like so we know the intention behind what they're saying. You can download the Swell app for free on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting www.swell.life slash podcast. Gratitude, I will say gratitude has got me through. I've been homeless. I've been, literally everything you could possibly think of that could happen to a human being, I've, that has happened to me. But my gratitude has literally gotten me through with so much grace and I believe favor. So again, listeners, gratitude that is it that will get you through your toughest time just being grateful for you know this present moment not again anxiousness is you're worrying about tomorrow so staying in this present moment and just being grateful for your breath that you have get outside get grounded and be thankful for the treat like anything you see a squirrel running by you got a beautiful candle lit you know what i'm saying just being grateful for that 
can help heal you. Amen. <laughs> I love you. I hope you heal. Yes. I love you. I hope you heal. I love you. I hope you heal. I love you. I hope you heal. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. I'm going to adopt yeah, that into my you. list of affirmations. Yeah. I'm so intrigued by your journey, too. So being, you said you were homeless once, yeah, and now you yes. have so many successful brands. Like, yes. can you just, I guess, I was like, can you walk us through? It, like, it <laughs> What's sounds like every year. <laughs> you give us the... Yeah, I mean, so after my son was born, you know, when I told you I was younger and he made me quit my job, I was broke. Like, and I had never... I've always been a hustler my whole life. I had jobs, you know, from the time. I had a job at Togo's, which is a sandwich place, like Subway, just so I could get a pager, so I could get a cell phone. I worked at Foot Action, so I could buy my... I've always just been a hustler, but when I got with him and he didn't want me to work, I quit everything. So when I left him, because he was abusive, I had nothing. Like, literally. And they do that. They do that on purpose so that you feel like you have to stay. Mm -hmm. But I also decided that I would never again depend on somebody else, right? So I had like three jobs and, you know, I've been songwriting for a while and I was literally a starving artist. I was working with people like Eminem and Dr. Dre and all these like huge people and I was still broke and it was just like, what the hell? Um, started writing for myself, went on tour. I did not really like tour. So when I got home from tour, I decided to start my business and I invested my last $5,000 and mind you, it was Christmas time. I had two kids and I didn't know it was going to do what it did. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. But that's the way, that's what I'm saying. When you have gratitude and when you listen to the universe, like I made money that week. People don't make money in the first five years of their business. And I made money the first day. And I just kept flipping it and flipping it and flipping it. And that's what I've just been doing ever since. Just oh my, well, this, is the, this is like the anniversary of your baby, of your other baby. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, wow. That's so yes. beautiful. Wow. So Christmas. Five years yeah. in. Five years. Yeah. What was your first product? That's crazy. So my first product was a scalp beverage. And I was trying to grow my Oh, my God. So... When you get weaves, like, there's this thing that happens where your hair breaks off. You get, like, traction alopecia, which is, like, bald spots. And so I had that um, from wearing, like, weaves and wigs on tour. And I was trying to find something to grow it back really fast. And so I just concocted it for myself. And people were like, girl, what are you using on your hair? I was like, oh, something under my sink. <laughs> just made it, you know? My, my first few months in business, I was literally cooking just in my apartment in my kitchen and how did you know what to put together was it just through trial and error yeah. like it's a lot of research a mm. lot of research a lot of figuring out what I knew what I didn't want I knew I didn't want anything toxic I knew that you know a lot see what a lot of companies don't realize with hair is like they they kind of do a one-size-fits-all um, and so for me, I wanted to cater to texture and hair porosity because those things are very important um, when it comes to formulation. So that and and I also saw a lot of things that were claiming to be organic and natural and I read the labels and they were not. <laughs> so I was like, mm, no, I don't want to be like that. I want to, you know, step it up. So I think that's what I think that's what set me apart. Like the intention was not to make money. The intention was to solve a problem come up with a solution and help people 
And so people, you know, people are funny out here. They'll be like, what do you do? And I'll be like, I help people. Like I literally, whether it's my music, whether it's, you know, my mentorship, whether it's the hair care, like that is the goal is to like help you be fat. Like, I just want you to be fire. Like, I feel like if everyone feels like they're fire, they'll stop hating on everyone else. Mm, the world will be a better place. Yes. Because everything is like rooted in like jealousy and brokenness, and if we can just I know just get back to the individuality yes. and loving people, love, for that. love your that, hair, right. love your face, right. love your body, like get your health together, get your mental health together. Like we can all get it. There's enough for all of us. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. so true. Yeah. If you love yourself, there's like little room to like project hate in yes. any form or fashion. Yes. And I think when you are. Like your purpose is solving things and but also contributing to the world in a way you become blessed yeah. like you become blessed you become aligned like i've watched how our business and our purpose has manifested and how enriched it's made other people feel yeah. and in turn enriched me yes do you know what i mean and yeah. like what a blessing yeah and it won't get taken away from you i've had a lot of people try to like hate on i'm like you can't take from me what you didn't give me right mm. this is from you know this what I'm saying? Shit, this yeah. is from, you can't, yeah. your little snaky stuff, isn't. it doesn't work here. So, yeah, when you have that intention in your creation, it just, it's, it's, it's going to last. It's infinite. Like, it's literally going to outlast you. So even when we're gone, it's still going to be here. Yeah, no, it is. It is. But you're protected. Yeah. Protected and highly protected. Because yes. you're answering to the universe when it calls, you're like, huh, I'm going to do this. And when you don't question it and you just do all the other shit that week, yeah. you know, it will start to like to show you, like, this is right. This is yeah. exactly where you're supposed to be and like manifest in that way. Cause That's just... why you can't fuck that nigga no more. Uh, right. <laughs> you got to stop because <laughs> you're protected. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you're tied to something greater, it can't. Be held down. All by that little stuff has to go. The sacrifice. You got to cut that shit. Yeah. And that's why it's always so quick. And that's why it's always so intense. Because if it was just like a little tap on the shoulder, we we're not going to hear it. Mm -mm. But when it's shaking you up, like you have to hear it. So that's when you know, like you have a calling on your life when stuff is so extreme. Yeah, like, you can't deny, like, you literally put out a product in that week. You're like, oh, okay, shit. And then, you know, like, you Girl. get that one that one thing that keep, keeps propelling you forward. Like, damn, I didn't even, I spoke this and it came because it's yeah. intentional. Yeah, through the pandemic, through I mean, literally everything. We made more money last year than, you know, we did in, in all the years that we were, you know, open. People so. were home. Yeah. Taking care of themselves. Yeah. I mean, during the pandemic, wellness was, and, and hair care is part of wellness. Yeah. People were spending time growing their hair, yeah. cutting their hair, yeah. right. all types of shit to their hair. Yeah. yeah. I, had, yeah. I, I was doing lots. I had a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, we have, um, now we have wellness stuff. So just like supplements, I created a supplement for anxiety, depression, and insomnia. Mm. Um, I created a supplement for your lungs. Mm. So many different things that just like, you know, I really, I created it because I was going through stuff and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to fix this for me? Oh, this helped me. This can help, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So... And it's exciting yeah. to share that, right? Yeah. Like, look, try this. It yeah. works, right? Yes. And, like, waiting for those results. Like, and then when they're like, in. oh, my God, it works. I'm like, this, this is what makes it so, like, 
<laughs> what? Like, you know, it just feels so good when they're like, you changed my life. Like, this is awesome. Right. Yes. Just answering the call. You're like, yes. let me whip some shit up in my kitchen. Like, yes. where it's brought you. Yeah, yeah. Like, changing lives for real. I've had people walk up to me in Whole Foods, like, here's your stuff. Like, <laughs> is this really you? I'm like, oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> That's so cool that your kids yeah. get to see that too. Oh man! You know what I mean. Yeah. You get to see their mom shine and like be successful and know that yeah. like because I know being an entrepreneur, you are away from your kids. Like yeah. it is hard. There's no. It's difficult to balance. There is so much more imbalance than there is balance. At least in the beginning. Yeah. And you can't turn it off. It's not. You know. I always tell people like nine to five. You get your weekends. You get like. I don't get any of that. It's seven days a week, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. So. You know, it's definitely something that you have. It's to baby too. Yeah. Even if you're not working on it, you're thinking about it all the time. You know, like so <laughs> yeah, like you're thinking about it mm -hmm. and it's like, it's always there. Yeah. It's always there. Yeah. And that's good. And that's, and that's like, that part has given me a lot of anxiety in the past. But when I started being like, no, this and having gratitude. Yeah. And then like learning to release. Okay. Yes. You don't have to get that done though. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. You know. It teaches. It's yeah. It's definitely. I'm trying to learn to relinquish like the controlling aspect of it because it is the unknown. You don't know. You know. You don't know what sales are going to be tomorrow. Like you don't any at any time, right? But but it's the same with if you have a job too. You don't know if they'll. So we just have to learn to relinquish that control and have gratitude, like you said. Mm -hmm. So I have a very big feeling that Christmas is going to hit hard for you yes. again in celebration of yes. the anniversary. Yes. And um, I need to get some of this. Yes. I need to get some of this in this hair. Yes. So we have for a purple shampoo for that blonde. Oh, thank you. Yes. I haven't used purple shampoo. I was literally thinking this. about that yesterday. I was like, am I supposed to be yep. like putting some other shit in my hair because yeah. it's blonde now? Yep. Yeah. The purple okay. shampoo. I'm so, yeah. I'm not educated. Wow. My girl didn't. Put me on game at all. She just I bleached my you. hair and did the aftercare. What the fuck? <laughs> I got you, girl. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. Me thank too. You for blessing us with just so many gems and sharing your story with thank us. Where can our people find you? Uh, you can find me at Kcola on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm trying to get my TikTok up. I don't. It's tough. Oh, oh girl. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok is tough. I'm like, did I miss the wave? Like, it's too late. <laughs> is it too late? That's how I go. That's like Clubhouse. That's how I go to Clubhouse. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. I'm supposed to be a Clubhouse. Man, I was a, oh, I was a Clubhouse queen. I don't, I don't go on Clubhouse anymore at all, but I had fun on Clubhouse. TikTok <laughs> is tough. I'm trying, you know what I'm trying to do is, with TikTok now is kind of like offer up some stuff like for mental health. You know, I'm mm. not a I'm not a dancer, guys. Like, I do, <laughs> like I can do a little two step, but I'm not gonna be, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you guys can find me on those socials. I'm on Facebook too, and then follow my businesses. They're in the link in my bio. And we'll link everything in the episode description Yay. so they can find you easily. Yes. And um, y'all, we're so close to the retreat. I know it's almost that time. We're like like what, six weeks ish away. Yeah. <gasps> I'm so excited. I know. Costa Rica. Have you been to Costa Rica? Oh, no. But oh. I hear it's beautiful. Oh, we might have to come. We might have to come to the retreat. We're doing a retreat, women's retreat in Costa Rica. I love that. When is that? Uh, January 31st. Oh, my gosh. Through yes. the 5th. And then we have, a, we have two. And then there's another one the 
6 through the 11. Okay. There. Yeah. It's the Caribbean side. It's the black side. We got side. security though, right? It's the stalkers. <laughs> all the way, all the way to Costa Rica. This is a very Girl, it's, it's a very, very important. You rolled up here by yourself. Where the fuck is your security right now, bitch? We in Alabama. <laughs> well, you need to have, apparently, they need to be in Alabama. If they can feel Costa Rica Caribbean, then they need to be in Alabama. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh my god. We'll get security. <laughs> we'll get the security. I normally do have security or I, you know, carry something. Okay, yes. I'm protected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's important. What? Yes. Absolutely. I need to be better. I need to do better. I know. We need to Just be. kidding. I'm ready. Don't ever come. <laughs> right. Fuck Hello. You up. <laughs> In my purse, I have something for you. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, you guys know where to find us at Good Moms Bad Choices on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Instagram. We're TikToking sort of too. <laughs> we're trying to TikTok. Get over there. Yeah. Hopefully we're TikToking our lives. It's Good Moms Bad Choice because yeah. The S wasn't available. <laughs> and follow us on Patreon and get bonus content and all that other shit. And rate and review this episode. Please go now. All thousands of you. Go do it. Why don't we have more reviews? I love you. Love you, but don't just sit there, scroll to the bottom and write the fucking review. Thanks. Right Bye. now, right now. Thank you. Bye. Bye.